0: Hello, my name is Rafal, and I would like to welcome you to my Headshot Photography podcast. In this podcast, I want to talk about a topic which, in my opinion, is extremely fascinating and interesting, and most of the time, we learn those stuff throughout our own experience. Typically, when we get hit with some bad experience, that's how we learn and we try to don't make the same mistake again. And, of course, I want to talk about challenging clients, especially I found in headset photography. This is something which sooner or later is going to hit us and we're going to run into some individual or company which going to create this really unfortunate situation. And that's why we, we learn. And I want to share with you guys some of the most common things which... In my opinion, is there signs that we have to be extremely careful how we're going to be dealing with those people? Because again, hatchet photography, especially, is really I would say personal, and and all those clients who are coming to us, they kind of aware about who they are and how they look, and there's people who have some kind of also agenda uh, behind. So we need to do some kind of interview before and we need to be very, very careful and we have to listen very, very carefully so we can pick up some of those signs and we know how to deal with those people. And especially I found at the beginning, we are not aware about some of those signs and we just take everything for granted. We think that all our clients, they have great intentions. They coming to us because you know they want to use our services. And sometimes it's not the case. Sometimes we kind of have this gut feeling that this whole thing is not going the right direction. And we have some kind of, again, gut feelings that there's something going on here and this whole thing might turn into some disaster. And again, I was in those situations. Um, countless time. I have to admit it that there's cer- certain situations where I was pulling my hair out because I had this client and I had no idea how to deal with them. The situation was escalating. But I knew if I could pick that up prior the photo shoot and I could pick it up fairly quick, I could completely avoid the situation. So I have those kind of written things which I actually work for a couple days just to kind of give you the essence, what you have to be aware of and how to deal with those type of um, situation. So let me start with one thing which I think is the most common when it comes to hatchet photography, and this should be some kind of red flag before you move forward with this type of client. So those clients, they're coming to you and they don't know what they want. This is something which I'm sure most of us run into, especially shooting headshots. You have the phone call, you get the email, you get into some kind of um, conversation with the potential client. And the first thing what they say to you is just, you know, I don't know what I want. I want a headshot, but I don't know what type of headshot. I don't know what style. I don't know nothing about it. So typically what I'm trying to do, I'm trying to give them a little bit or kind of rundown um, what I can offer because most of the time if they don't know what they want there's a big chances that you might do the photo shoot and they might tell you hey I this is not something what I wanted but you're not gonna tell them straight ahead hey you didn't know what what you want because that would be probably quite rude and you don't want to escalate again the situation so it's extremely important to kind of be prepared for the photo shoot. So if you're going into the actual photo session, you know what the expectations your client have and what they're going to exp- that and also what they're going to get at the end of the project. So this is something again extremely important to figure it out before um, some people, they know what they want, so that's easy. But those guys who don't know what they want, you have to make sure you will clarify everything. Because, again, I've been into the situations back in the days where they're coming to me and they like, hey, I want to have a creative headshot. And you're just kind of creating something, you know, kind of crazy or, you know, you're pushing some interesting backgrounds or you're trying to do different lighting and and then you're trying to be very very creative and they tell you hey this is not what i want and this is something that is completely off and i just you know we're going to talk about a little bit later that you know they're going to tell you hey i'm not going to pay for it for example because this is not what i wanted so you have to make sure that you know exactly what they're going to get Especially also I found this is a big deal when it comes to the corporate photo shoots. It's it's you they, they have to kind of clarify what type of headshots they 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 want, um, what type of lighting, what type of background, what kind of style, um, how much retouching, all those information needs to be clarified prior the photo shoot because you don't wanna get into those Have situations where you finish the shoot and the client is not happy with the results. Okay, I could go on about it forever probably because I've run into the situation, you know, quite a bit. And now I know exactly how to approach it. And hopefully, now also you know that you need to be very, very specific with the client and you need to describe them and they need to kind of confirm that this is what they want okay so the next one is this is a big one and this is something which also for me it's a big red flag and I found this mostly when it comes to women again I don't want to sound kind of crazy but um, this is something what I I've been kind of kind of hearing and seeing and dealing for many many years and those type of clients they tell you straight ahead that they hate the way they look. They don't like themselves. They're picking everything when it comes to their look. They have big nose, they have small eyes, they have bad hair, they have you know big forehead. The list goes on. And you also have to be extremely careful how to deal with those type of people because I found those guys who have some kind of extreme negative feelings about themselves, those are the clients who are going to be very, very difficult because doesn't matter what you do. doesn't matter how amazing lighting you use, how much retouching you do. They're not going to like the photos, period. And you can bend as much as you want. You can push those images to completely different levels. Um, you can be the most creative person. They're not going to like the way the images look because it's not even sometimes about your images. It's about that they just don't like themselves. So when it comes to those type of clients, again, um, I'm trying to be extremely careful and I'm trying to typically ask them if they could show me some of those photos which they like. So at least I know that they like something and I can kind of move that direction because if they tell you straight ahead, there's not even one image in my life which was taken by me or was taken by someone and they, they like it that means you got to be extremely careful. And I've run into the situations and I had a really hard time to please these people. So be extremely cautious and um, try to, like, you know, those type of situations. If you don't want to run into any financial problems, make sure the client will pay you prior the photo shoot. But also, we're going to talk about it a little bit later, that you also don't want to run into a situation that because they don't like themselves automatically, they don't like the photos and they're going to go after you because you didn't do the job what they expected. But, the, the the problem is that the failure is bef- before even this whole thing starts. So that's why this is something which you have to be extremely uh, careful and how to deal. I had situations where I literally refused to work with these people and kind of try to send them somewhere else or try to bump up the prices or try to do everything. So the client just literally uh, dumped me because I knew this client's going to be impossible to please. So that's something that you guys have to be um, aware. Okay, the next one is, which is kind of related to the previous one, the clients have impossible demands. And again, I've been in the situations, especially when it comes to the headshot photography, I also found that there are so many clients out there who they know that there's a lot of things which are kind of... um, capable of, you know, fixing in Photoshop, and all of a sudden they give you the list of all this crazy stuff they want you to fix, which sometimes, again, you're not a plastic surgeon, you're photographers, photographer, and you can do some basic adjustments, you can do some simple retouching, and, and you can adjust certain things, but whenever the client's starting kind of getting into... I've been in this situation where the lady asked me to make her boobs look bigger, and some crazy, crazy stuff. Then you guy you have to be also again extremely careful if you want to deal with this type of client and you want to work with that type of client because if again sometimes what is what is kind of the most challenging that if you're not going to meet their expectations and um, you didn't discuss this prior to photo shoot then this whole thing might again turn into some very very awkward situation and the client might be not happy Um, and again if it's not happy with the product there is some issues with payments and the kind of this whole thing escalates fairly quickly so we need to again make sure that whatever demands the client have before uh, the photo shoot you're you're capable of you know making them possible And, and and that's again something when it comes to hatchet photography a lot of clients these days they they know that you can push a lot of things different directions and also we have to be also very specific because i know there's some hatchet photographers who openly say hey i can do this i can do that Um, And that's also kind of puts you in the trouble later on because if you offer those type of stuff to your clients, they all of a sudden have all those new things and they can say, hey, if you can do that, that's great. So, again, you guys have to be extremely careful and you also have to listen carefully what the client demands um, from you. The next one is, I would say, fairly, I would say... It happens quite often, and, and I'm trying to also make sure that I'm picking that up fairly quickly when the clients they don't respect your time. And I'm sure we all run into situations, and this is something which there's several other things which I want to touch on this, but I've been into the situations where the clients just, they want to keep going, let's say, with the photo shoot, and they have like, hey, you know, you have one hour photo session and they keep pushing. But again, if I get the shots, um, then I know I got the shots and I don't have to spend more time. But sometimes what happens, and especially when the headshot photography, I don't know, I'm sure a lot of you guys run into the situation that the clients, they get their headshots and then all of a sudden they coming up with those weird requests. Hey, can you shoot the full body? Can you shoot three quarter shots? and they try to keep pushing and they try to keep getting more stuff which you know do you kind of like agree to and when it comes to time that again takes your time and they 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 don't respect that or they're kind of like you know taking advantage of you know your being a polite person and i'm not going to even run and i'm not going to even talk about you know being late and all this crazy stuff because that happens all the time Um, Another thing which really drives me nuts when it comes to the clients, they just keep rescheduling and they try to make you work around their clock, which is kind of ridiculous sometimes. And I've, again, when it comes to headshot sessions, I'm sure everyone has this kind of experiences where the clients was late, for example, and um, they they just don't, they think, you know, you have nothing else to do, you're just going to work around them. So you have to be also be very, very specific prior that, you know, if the shoot is 10 o'clock, make sure you will come in, um, I don't know, 20 minutes prior the session. And um, if you're going to be late, more than 20 minutes, the session will be canceled and there will be non-refundable deposits, for example. So, you have to kind of prepare yourself for those type of situations and also be clear prior. So the clients know if you're going to be late or if you're not going to show up, there's no kind of like last minute cancellation, five minutes prior to photo shoot. And you know, I'm trying to be sometimes flexible. I know things happens. I've, I've run into situations where the clients, for example, car broke. This is a completely different story but if they have some kind of ridiculous reasons and they they they're running late and they don't respect your time then you have to somehow make sure sometimes also i found it's better to cancel the session instead of just trying to make it work in five minutes because at the end of the day you will have to redo it because there's no way you can make this work in short period of time that's what i've learned and it's better to reschedule it and then make sure that the client has exact amount of time they 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 they, they agreed to and that's the contract what it's saying. Um so this is something which is kind of um, tricky, but also make sure you can prepare yourself for this type of um situation. Another little one little kind of like thing which also kind of throws me off quite often and I didn't run into so many situations like this, but I had few. And that's why I want to point it out when your client is telling you that they also are, you know, they're, they're, they're photographers. And this is crazy for me because I know from the get go, this is going to be a challenge because they're going to try to prove you that they're good at what, what photography is. They know everything. Um, I've had this situation in the past. I had this guy who actually he was an amateur photographer but he was shooting wildlife and he came for a headshot session and he will start telling me what i should do and you know what's what the settings should be and how i should post him and all this stuff so this is again very tricky listen to what they're saying and if they start kind of like start pushing you their expertise on on what you do This is, again, a red flag, and I'm not saying you should avoid those clients, but also you have to make clear rules on how this whole thing is going to look like and and how you work. And if they start really, really pushing those type of stuff, like you have to somehow intervene because, again, whatever you will do, they're going to be just ripping apart your work, and they're going to tell you how this this or that could be done better or how you should do certain things. And, and I and I personally hate that because if I'm working, I'm trying to do my best. I know what my goal is. I know how to work with my lighting. I know how to work with my camera. And I know how to deal with this entire photo shoot. But if someone who's less experienced is tried to kind of push their knowledge on you and they think they, they know what they're talking about, might be sometimes very... Distracting and, and and it might completely take your photo sessions to the um, to the drain because uh, you're getting frustrated and they try to tell you what to do. I'm I'm sure some of you guys have been to the situation, so I'm just gonna try to point this out because I remember this was a kind of like a really really um, one of those sessions which I, I I was extremely frustrated and I had no idea how to deal with this person, but. Um, again, doesn't happen often and now like I think I'm the also completely different level but if you hear it's that someone is trying to push some stuff on you just just you have to make a pause and, and just make the sure you, you have to make sure that you know the rules are clear how you're going to deal with them. Okay, so the next one is kind of like we're going to go more into the kind of business stuff and this one is kind of interesting because again doesn't happen often but it happens. And you need to be also aware of that. And this is the one where the client kind of make you feel like you were in the competition with other photographers. And I'm sure like this is I, I remember back in the days when I was shooting weddings and headshots as much less often. But I remember when I was shooting weddings, that was one of the biggest, I would say, kind of like. How can you even describe this? Um, like a negotiation tactics from the client that they're telling you, hey, you know what? there is some Joe photography and he charges less for the same thing what you do for you know, double price or whatever. And I always hate that and I had no idea how to respond to this and and you know, sometimes I wanted to just say, hey if you do, if you like, Joe Blow photography better than than what I do. You can go and you can work with with, with that person. But again, that would be rude. That would be not nice. The conversation probably would be over. So typically I was trying to ignore this. I was trying not to kind of pay attention and not dig into this a little bit more. And I think also when it comes with with that, you, 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 you have to also kind of figure it out how to kind of respond to those kind of comments because I think sometimes being silent is better than trying to kind of, I don't know, get on the topic and and try to understand why this photographer is better what I do. Um, And also, like for me, it felt like a threatening kind of um, approach that they try to kind of make you feel bad about what you do or try to kind of discourage you about your work. So again, pay attention to what they're saying and um, typically, I found ignoring the kind of topic altogether was the best way to to deal with this. And I was trying to change the topic right away and jump into some other stuff and kind of don't dig into those type of informations more because if the clients kind of felt that you know they have advantage of you, and they can try to make you feel better, or they, they try to make you feel bad about which, like let's say your prices. That usually was the kind of the road which uh, didn't take you to the right uh, place, because again they 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 automatically felt that you know they can uh, make you you know charge them less, and and they can negotiate the prices more, and they can kind of like hold you, I would say, by the balls and and just squeeze everything out of you, right? So again, something to be, be, you guys have to be patient and you have to kind of pay attention to what they're saying and don't kind of get irritated by it just to kind of play dumb a little bit. Okay. I know I'm just trying to, I'm just running around the circle a little bit, but let's go to the next one, which again is big one, is when your clients are complaining about your prices. Again, this is something which we've heard all the time. Um, I'm not saying that this doesn't happen. I have clients, of course, who don't even ask about the prices, but you know, I would say 20% are people who always have some comments about how much you charge and why you charging so much. I think with the time when you have established clientele, this problem kind of goes away a little bit. But I found, especially when you're starting off and you're working with some kind of random clients who are trying to kind of get the deal and um, they try to get the best price possible. And I also found that there's some people who Even if you give them, I don't know, $10 discount, all of a sudden the conversation changes because they kind of get the deal and they got some kind of um, better price. So sometimes when I kind of sense that I'm I'm giving them some discount just to kind of get this over with. Um, But if they kind of keep whining about the prices and they complaining about, um, you know, how much you charge and they they're not happy with the prices. Again, usually I'm trying to I'm not saying to send them off, but, you know, like if there's let's say short conversation about prices and they like, OK, you know, it's expensive, but um, I think I can afford it and I think you're worth it, whatever uh you, your work is has value then it's a completely different story but if they contact you and the first thing they ask about the price and you tell them and all of a sudden they kind of you can hear it in their voice that you just crush. um you know they they kind of their confidence about your work and about what you do is usually those conversation also kind of go sideways. Also, what I found when it comes to the prices, a lot of clients, they're coming to us and they have number in their head. So what that means is that they have some kind of prices they're willing to pay and they have these expectations from you that this is how you're going to charge. And then if you just push the prices or the prices off, you know, and it's much more expensive, all of a sudden they just kind of disappointed and they're angry and they're upset because you didn't meet kind of their expectations when it comes to the pricing. And I found this, this is most of the time the case. So before you jump into any discussions about prices, I also, I always want to make sure that, you kind of provide them the value you explain them step by step how the process is going to look like what they're going to what they're going to have to um go through and um how much work you have to kind of put in and this is something that you know kind of is going to bolt the value and then when you tell them the price Typically what's going to happen, you know, it's not as shocking if you just kind of throw the price straight ahead and they have no idea um, how this process looks like, you know, how much work you have to put in. So this is something which is um, extremely important to kind of make sure that you're not going to just throw the bomb at them with the price. You, You have to build that up with the time with the discussions with the negotiations so they fully understand what they're getting into and how much work you have to put in and there's some people who you know they see the value they see how much work you have to put in and then they they will definitely uh, acknowledge that and they have no they will have no problem to uh, pay you whatever you ask for the services you're offering and the next one i want to talk about is kind of related to this but um, I was planning to talk about it at the beginning, but I think this is the right time. So the next one, when the clients don't listen to your expertise, and this is again something which happens quite often. They come in, they have no understanding when it comes to what they can expect, how the process look like, um, you know, what they're gonna have to go through, what the preparations are. And I've been in these situations countless times because a lot of people, when it comes to hazard photography, they think they will come in, they stand in the front of the camera, you will pose them, you have some type of lighting, you take a shot, they're good to go. And this process is way more complex, as you guys probably know. There is way more involved. Um, again, you also trying to do your best work and you have, some kind of experience, which you can help, with, you can help the client to get also best results. And I'm talking about the hair, the makeup, the, the clothing, um, you know, kind of coming rested. And there's a lot of, lot of, lot of those things which they have to do on their end. And also you have to do a lot of things on your end to make this whole thing work. And a lot of clients, they don't listen to this. And I've been hearing this all the time and I'm always trying to cut that off right away. So if you have a, let's say, client who don't want to do the makeup or they're coming and they have, let's say, you know, bad hair or they have no clothing or the clothing is bad. For me, I found it's better to cancel something like this and redo it when everything is done right instead of trying to pull your hair out to make it work because you already know this is not going to work. And I've been in this situation countless times. And I remember when I started because I trying to be nice and I was trying to kind of make it work somehow. And I was just have those hopes that this will work. But most of the time we know it's not going to work. And the gut are telling telling us, hey, this is not working. But now I'm trying to be more strict because also that's going to reflect your reputation because if the client is not prepared and they don't kind of listen to your expertise, what's going to work better and they try to kind of wing it, then again, it's going to just, just reflect on your work and you're going to pay the price at the end. And I've been in the situations where, again, the client came completely unprepared. I try to pull it off. I was, I, I hope, I think I've done the good job, but because the client didn't listen to you, the images look like crap because if someone has, you know, bad hairstyle, no makeup, the clothing is off and, you know, they're tired because they were partying day before, for example, and they will tell you, hey, those images look bad. And, you know, I know it's hard to tell them, hey, you look bad because you didn't came prepared and they didn't listen what I was telling to you. And, again, this is not... This is not going to make this whole situation better. It's always going to go down the hill. And at the end of the day, the clients aren't going to be happy. The situation is going to be tense. And usually uh, those situations don't end well. So that's why make sure before you get into any photo shoot for any session, make sure that the client, as I said, is prepared. They follow your guidance. They they listen to your expertise, and um, again, I don't mind discussing certain things. If the clients, for example, want to do own makeup or um, own hairstyle, or what or they they like certain clothing, then definitely we can talk about it and just make it work. But if the clients completely ignoring what you're trying to suggest to them, and they ignoring your expertise, then you have to be extremely careful because, as I said, usually it doesn't end well. Okay, the next one, it's gonna be there's a couple, couple, couple other ones, and they're gonna be really, really harsh. And I've been in the situations a couple times, but again, you have to be prepared for this, and you have to somehow be aware of the situation. So, the first one, what I wanna talk about is when the client is threatening your reputation. And nowadays, I found there's a lot of people out there who, for example, they tell you, hey, I'm going to just make bad review about you or I'm going to tell everybody that, you know, you do this or you do that and whatever. So typically what I found, the way I am picking this stuff up is whenever I have a I would say conversation or whenever I am negotiate, negotiating with client. Typically, I always listen what they say. And especially when they start trashing other photographers or other businesses, this is when you have to be extremely careful, because if the client comes in and say to you, hey, I went to this restaurant and these people were jerks and I just wrote nasty Google review about them. So you got to just, you know, kind of be careful because if you do something wrong and um, you've done something which makes them not happy or it makes them upset or they're not going to be happy with the final images, you might kind of face it exactly the same situation. So pay attention what they're saying, how they treat other photographers, other businesses. And I know sometimes situation goes different directions. And, you know, I'm not saying that photographers are always right. I'm, not, I'm also not saying that, you know, the clients are always right. So there's always two sides of the story. But at the same time, if, you know, we are people who, you know, kind of can admit our mistakes or we can somehow... Um, admitted that you know things went not the way we planned it we can try to fix the problem we try to kind of make it work somehow then it's a completely different story but I know there are people out there who they're preying on those type of stuff and they know that they can threaten you that you know if you're not gonna get them what they want they're gonna go after you and they're gonna treat you like crap because you know they have this power to go on social media and just ruin your reputation i've dealt with this situations um I, I don't know what the best solution i found the best thing is just ignoring try to be kind of um quick um and just say your side of the story but don't kind of fuel this this more because typically what happens it's gonna just gonna only gonna get worse so um this is how I'm going to finish this whole thing. I know I could talk about it for hours and hours and hours, but I, I hope that gave you some kind of um, insight about what to look for and how to deal with those situations. I know there's more um, things which we could discuss here, but if you have any own stories which you think would uh, add something to this, I would definitely would like to hear about them please feel free to reach out to me anytime. I'll be more than happy to answer all your questions. So thank you for listening, everyone who got to this point. Um, I really appreciate your time. And hopefully that gave you some kind of valuable information and helps you with your headshot photography. So thank you so much for listening. I hope that it was interesting. Stay tuned and I'll chat with you guys very soon. (music) Bye-bye.